You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom Podcast for business-driven moms who want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, Certified Transformational Coach for Moms, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things mindset, work-life balance, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money and guilty pleasures. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Hey, mamas. Welcome to another podcast episode. I hope you all are doing well. I wanted to talk to you today about the concept of becoming a leader, but a different kind of leader is what we're going to talk about today. So many of us express how important it is to have a leader guiding us in our lives and in our business, right? And as entrepreneurs, the more we grow our business and grow our audience, the more we step into this role of leadership for the community that we're guiding. So we have this expectation both of what we want in a leader, and we have these ideas about how they should act, how they should teach us, how they should guide us to better results. But we may also have questions about what kind of leader we envision ourselves being for others. But what I find so fascinating is how we neglect to show up as a leader for ourselves first. In order to be a good leader for others, and in order to truly appreciate the qualities that we enjoy in a good leader, we need to start first by considering how we can show up as a leader in our own life. Think about it. If we can first master showing up as a leader for ourselves, imagine the kind of leader we will get to be for others. So what does it mean to be a leader in your own life? What is important in a good leader anyway? I did a few polls recently on social media, and I got some really interesting results I want to share. And what I found in my own personal journey is that I first had to stop doing things in order to start acting like a leader for myself. I was struggling for so long to be my own leader in so many ways. Sometimes in order to start making positive changes, we have to stop doing things that are actually hindering our growth. So today I'm going to share the results from those polls and discuss what it looks like to demonstrate these qualities as a leader in our own life. Because how can we expect to start showing up for others and serving as their leader if we aren't showing up and practicing these essential qualities for ourselves? So what are the essential qualities? In the polls that I conducted, while they were small sample sizes, they were to a very targeted audience on Facebook, and they were to a representative group of business-driven moms just like you. And here is what I discovered in the results. 
the top five most important traits that you all want to see in a leader are one, communication, two, a visionary, three, honesty, four, listener, and five, decision maker. Now, based on these answers, I've come up with a list of five things to stop doing in your life so you can start showing up as a leader. The examples I give here are the same things I see my most successful clients doing, as well as the things I see great leaders doing, and the same things I now live by in my own life. These are the things that have shifted my experience to one that was drenched in self-pity and self-doubt and overwhelm a few years ago to a place that now feels epic. So let's dive into the five things to stop doing so you can start being a leader in your own life. Number one was communication. So mamas, let's stop the negative self-talk. Ask yourself, how are you communicating with yourself? The best leaders communicate well. They are clear and direct. They also don't berate those whom they guide. So if we are to show up as our own leader, what would this sound like when it comes to communication? we would probably do a better job of recognizing and acknowledging our strengths and cultivating those, right? How is it going to help us grow if we are putting ourselves down all the time in our brain and beating ourselves up constantly? If you were to hire yourself as your own leader, how would you communicate with you in a way that promoted growth? What does it sound like? So instead of saying to yourself, this isn't working or I'm not good at this, start being more careful and kind and practicing things like I am learning. One thought that I've recently been communicating to myself is I don't always know what I'm doing and that is okay. That will take you a long way. Okay, number two, the quality was visionary, right? We want a leader who is a forward thinker. That makes sense. So number two is to stop just going through the motions. We want someone forward thinking, but so many of us struggle to do this for ourselves, right? And especially us moms, we get so stuck in the cycle of going through the motions and being reactive. When we don't plan in advance, using our prefrontal cortex in our brain, which houses that executive function, we end up reacting to everything that is happening around us. This is how I lived and how I experienced so much overwhelm when I was first learning how to be a single mom of my two daughters while rebooting my business and going to school. I hardly planned my own time using a calendar. 
I had client work coming in from all over the place in every direction, and I was just reacting to everything coming at me. But when we're constantly operating from this place of fight or flight, it closes off our ability to truly be creative and problem solve, and it gets exhausting by the end of the day, and we just end up crashing. When we don't have a system for planning ahead and taking control of our time, we are not being a visionary for ourselves, and our needs often get left for last. So when I started getting better at planning ahead and gained clarity in my goals, control of my time, and put a system in place, not only did I open up space in my calendar, I felt so much relief and freedom with the extra time that I had created. When this is used in practice and for an extended period of time, this kind of planning system helps me and my clients gain clarity into the future of our business and our personal goals. And it helps us come to understand that we can plan anything in advance, whether it's a day, a week, or a year. And yes, all things are unexpected. Nothing is certain and we need to be adaptable. But at least getting in front of it and planning as a visionary offers so much more relief and control instead of just being so reactive all the time. Okay, number three. The trait was honesty. So mamas, this is where we stop lying to ourselves and others. Where are you not telling yourself the truth? What I mean by this is that we need to get radically honest with ourselves. For starters, this means taking responsibility for what we are creating in our lives and quit blaming others or other things for what isn't going well for us. What do we truly have the agency over in our lives? And where are we just simply blaming others? What if we were to get radically honest with ourselves about who we want to be and what we truly desire in our lives and listen to that voice of intuition that is telling you that you know what you really want? Also, this goes for those of you who are lying to others around you, saying, I'm fine or bending to what others are asking of you. People-pleasing. People-pleasing is pretending. It is not being truthful. You may think you are being nice, but you are also not necessarily being truthful. So let's practice some more honesty here. What if every time you responded from a place of love, but also 100% honesty, What would that sound like? So this could apply to examples like when you get a request to do the carpool again, or someone wants to have a quote-unquote quick chat that never ends up being quick, 
or someone wants to pick your brain or ask you about your business. And adhering to any of these requests for you means you're sacrificing the things that you have planned in advance as a leader. This is where we want to get more honest. So being honest might sound like, I would love to help you, but I won't be able to do that today. That's just one example of where we can get more honest with the people around us and stop people-pleasing. Okay, number four, the trait was listen. So number four is to stop leaving yourself for last. You want a leader who listens to you, right? So why have we stopped listening to ourselves? Listen to what you need, mama. We all know that when we first become moms, we dedicate those first months and sometimes years to ensuring that we take care of that helpless newborn, right? They need a lot and we do it. But there comes a turning point when that child of ours becomes more independent. And I think so many of us have gotten so used to doing it all for them that we continue to do this without even thinking while leaving our own needs for last. We stop listening to what we really need. I think so many of us forget that it's just the pattern that we've created and we don't realize that it doesn't need to stay that way. It is going to be almost impossible to be a leader and listen to others' needs when we aren't listening or have even practiced addressing our own. What if we actually asked ourselves powerful questions about what we want, what motivates us, what our values are, what is really important to us? And what if we then work to put those things in place to actually prioritize them. This means scheduling your non-negotiables, taking care of your mind, your body, your spirit. Ask yourself, if I had 15 minutes to do what would make my body feel the best right now, what would that be? Do we even know? What about what would make my mind feel the best? What does my soul or spirit need? What do I need this week? I encourage you to start asking yourself that and listen to the answer. Then schedule it in using that visionary trait that we just talked about. Okay, number five, the trait was decision-making. We want to see our leaders be strong decision-makers. So let's stop getting stuck in indecision. This is about making powerful decisions and being willing to not do it perfectly every time. Taking action, mama, and moving forward requires decision-making. And listen, by not making decisions, you're choosing to stay stuck. And often the reason we aren't making those decisions is because we are afraid of not getting it right. So not making a decision is actually making a decision to not change. And all of this just isn't serving us. It keeps us from showing up boldly 
What if a leader you trusted was avoiding making a decision? What would you think of that? So I want to ask you, Mama, what is something you've been wanting to make a decision about but have held back? What is holding you back? What are you afraid of? Sometimes asking ourselves what the worst case scenario is helps. What is it we are really afraid of that might happen? So if any of these things are something you are struggling with, I want to help you get unstuck. This is the work I do with my one-on-one clients. And you can also check out the group program, Your Epic Mom Life, where I'm adding even more value to streamline these systems that will help you stop the cycle of stress and depletion so you can double your productivity and your bottom line. I will drop the links in the show notes. And if you want to bring one of these issues to our free Facebook group, come join us and we will help you out. I'll drop the link to the group in the show notes as well. And I will talk to you next time.